0: Daddy? hi guys welcome beautiful salt lake city utah it's thank god i'm atheist the podcast i'm frank feldman and i'm dan
1: beecher and coming up today it's a season of
0: thanksgiving we met we in, in these united states. states we here in the u.s of a give thanks uh once a year we don't like to do it more than once <laughs> it's it, it feels like much it's it's a little yeah it's excessive to whom um, We'll maybe we'll discuss to whom we give thanks as atheists cuz uh ye, not god. No. But anyway, we can get into that. Sure. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about about that holiday yeah. and its origins and etc.
1: That would be that'd be a good thing. All right. Uh well, coming up first, uh Dan. Yeah. Uh here's a little uh, update. Uh, on an, an ongoing issue of of serious concern. Oh dear, uh, that, that's the, it, it's has to do with female genital mutilation. Yikes! Not yeah, not a, not kind of, a fun topic. Not a fun topic. Great way to open a show. Um, and please hang on, everyone. <laughs> right. um, no, there uh, a study has been released that uh, finds a huge. Fall in uh, female genital mutilation rates oh. in uh, throughout the parts of Africa where this was practiced. Oh, good! Or it was, continues to be practiced. Let's be right. clear about this. The the this is a, f- a huge fall in numbers. Uh, I mean, pretty significant numbers. Uh, for example, the overall uh, the prevalence rate uh, dropped in East Africa from seventy one percent of girls under 14 in 1995 Wow, to 8% in 2016.
0: Holy shit. That is a very significant it's drop.
1: A crazy drop. That's East Africa and North Africa. The fate, the rate fell from almost uh, 60% in 1990 to 14% in 2015. This,
0: these are great numbers
1: uh, in West Africa. Um, we, let's see, the numbers uh, fell from 74% of girls in 1996 to 25% in 2017. Less of a great drop, but still amazing. Well, from 74 to 25. That's amazing. I mean, that's, uh, a, a lot of, uh, of, of women are being spared this horror. Yeah. Um, and uh, is, is quite impressive.
0: Um, for those who don't know, I mean, I'm guessing most of our listeners are aware. But for those who don't know, this is a practice uh, that is more cultural than anything, but tied in sometimes to uh, Islam. Correct, the yeah. practice of Islam, yeah. and it is it, it is a practice where that is not done by doctors or anything like that. No. It is done mostly by uh, mostly, actually, I think by women of yeah the community. It is um, they're called cutters. Um and See, uh, the Jews had the good sense to give them the to to give them the name Moyle when they when they when they wanted to mutilate. Genitals. And That is a picture of a woman holding the device that they use which is just a just a razor blade. It's just a razor blade. Nothing Yeah. So it, um So it's a horrific practice like these We don't need to get into the young girls details, are fully but, awake and aware oh yeah. during the process and uh yeah it's not good. Yeah.
1: But nonetheless, now, um, why? Why have these numbers dropped? Mm. International pressure is mm-hmm. being, uh, well, there's a lot of international aid groups that are doing education and whatnot right. in the, in, throughout the region, um, regions
0: that we're talking about. Well, it's got to be um, effective to talk to a mother and say to her, you know, this thing that traumatized you, you actually don't have to do that to your, to your daughter. Yeah, uh, and it's cult- not cultural it's...
1: things can be hard to, to shift like that. Um, they, there is some question about these numbers. Mm. Uh, these are obviously self-reported, right? Um, this is they're asking mothers about their daughters, right? And because of these education events and the educational efforts that have been going on. There is some suspicion that the mothers may be reporting differently sure. than actually may or may not have happened, and that who knows what percentage right of, of that is. But there, but it, but it does say that there is pressure, right? And there, there is some, you know, cognitive dissonance going on, and they must in, within these a, women's minds, and right? if
0: they're aware of the pressure, and if they're shame, if, and if they feel shame about it. Uh, to the point where even if they did it to their daughter, they wouldn't say it, it means that something's getting through. Something and is event- And there's a cultural shift occurring. There
1: is something shifting. Um, and then the other thing that is important to uh, also point out is that the study just looked at, uh, at girls under the age of 14. Oh, okay. Um, some communities do uh, perform it uh, on teens, mm. and some also do it... Um, uh in the lead up
0: to in preparation for marriage. Okay. Oh my god. What a can there be a worse way to prep somebody for marriage? I don't know. I can't I, honestly. That's just the it, worst. It's truly horrible. Do.
1: The other thing is, and I just want to say it, uh, this article, uh, in the headline even, uh, it says FGM. Yeah. Cute little abbreviation for female genital mutilation. I think you should have to say it every single time. Okay. I think you should not know to that
0: cute is the word
1: for it. To to deal with the the with recognizing it every single time. Mm. Because it's a horror. It's a true horror. Yeah. And FGM sounds like I don't know. It sound, some it brand sounds, of cornflakes. It something. sounds like know. an acronym.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, uh I, I'm not hundred percent with you on that because in my mind that that three letter uh abbreviation conjures up horrors so i have so the association works for me Hmm. but uh but okay i hear you it's i'm just saying you are just saying i i i don't like uh nicknames
1: i'm joining the lds church on this one
0: you're joining i'm joining which church are you joining Joining
1: ranks with sorry which church? The church of jesus christ of latter-day saints okay because i don't like nicknames because you
0: kind of undercut your own (laughs) idea there (laughs) they've been known as the lds church (laughs) for a long time (laughs) all right I'm going to take us to uh, to Greece, actually. Uh, I don't know if you're aware, but Greece has had a long and storied history with the Orthodox Christian Church. Uh, Greek Orthodoxy is a big deal. Hmm. To the point where uh, Greek Orthodox uh, priests in Greece... Mm -hmm. are state employees. (laughs) No, they aren't. Yes. No. 100%. Uh, What? Have been for a very long time. Uh, (laughs) That's bullshit. 10,000 priests all on the government books. That No, this is complete and utter bullshit. Well, it's true, but it's ending. Oh. So. Oh, no, that's sad. That just seems like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, the end of an era. Don't flip on me like that. You you may not, sir. Uh no, their current prime minister, Alexis Tsipras, uh is an atheist, apparently. Uh and is, is has promised to try and uh make their government more secular. And one of the things that he's done. Now don't get too excited mm. because though they're no longer going to be uh, state employees, they will come off of the payroll, mm. uh, the state will still be paying their wages. Uh, it will just be in the form of a lump sum given to the church. Um, basically, oh. an annual subsidy of around uh, 200 million euro. Oh, my God. So, which is sort of 230 million uh, American dollars. Uh so I suppose it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. I mean I think they're baby stepping it. Um huh. but it does it does mark uh the Greek Orthodox the sort of decline of influence yeah. that the church has hmm. on the state. And uh, and I think people are largely okay with it. Uh not everybody is happy about it. Um huh. a former education minister uh, in the prime minister 's party uh, is unhappy that the that the priests are getting their money, so that 's one thing um, you because you would think that the the dominating church of the society can make its own money hmm, yeah but yeah, they should be able to i mean i actually i actually don 't have this at my fingertips, but i 'm guessing that they 're like a lot of European countries that take tithes. In the form of taxes, and yeah. then remit them to churches, mm-hmm. and you have to sort of opt out you have to actually opt out in order not to do that yeah um I'm guessing that's the case here, but you know slow and steady is the only way that <laughs> government works if it ever works at all <sighs> so i you know it's a what a, what a thing though, but I mean. Direct employees
1: of the state that's just absurd.
0: Pupils at Greek schools still start their day with a prayer uh, and they are they are taught religion oh, Greece. all throughout their 12 year ed- education. Uh, Greek courts saw, still like, hang Apollo and uh, and uh, <laughs> Zeus you and wish. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Greek courts still have uh, religious iconography in the hanging above their j- judges that wow, sort of thing. Greece come on Greece. Uh, so you you used to do everything so right. Well, you know, (laughs) you know, that whole democracy thing. Right. But yeah, I mean, what's, what's interesting is that one of the things that's driving this is of course that Greece's economy has been wrecked for the last many, many years Mm -hmm. and they're looking for ways to sort of, they have this bloated, uh, public sector with far too many employees and now 10,000 of them are off the books. Well,
1: at least there's that,
0: I yeah. suppose. Yeah. I mean, that's a, yeah. It's, what a weird, what, it's a weird time in our, at in least our they're world's not, history. You know, letting them, you know,
1: or, or forcing them to fend for themselves. Dear God, how horrible. Wouldn't that be awful? A clergy having to
0: find his way in the world. Oh, it's such a, a sad time. lost, Lost priest. <laughs> Now it's, uh, now it's starting to sound like you're pitching a, a, TV, a pilot for a TV show. <laughs> it's a priest. He's lost his job.
1: Mm. And now he
0: has to wander the world fighting crime saving in some special way. Saving people from, saving from <laughs> fighting from, crime and saving souls. From their clergyless lives. <laughs> I'm going to clergy at you now. Goes from town to town. It's a little bit the hulk yeah, a
1: little bit uh a
0: little bit touched by an angel. Yeah. It's it's it's, you know, I lo- wait. Little Father Downing mysteries. Hang, Hang on. The Hulk meets touched by an angel. I think we've hit on something big. <laughs> Roma Downing just cuz get- you won't <laughs> like me if I'm angry. <laughs>
1: Which,
0: I would believe her.
2: She said that to me.
0: I would I would believe her. baby. <laughs> <laughs> That made me really like I'm an angel. <laughs> I will destroy and or save you. <laughs> Roma smash. <laughs> that's, so, that's wretched. So stupid. <laughs> Who's the other lady on that show?
1: Oh, I can't the remember The Irish one name. or whatever. Yeah, I can't remember her name. That's it's been oh such a God. long time.
0: We need we need a skinny Irish Hulk too. Yeah, we need, yeah,
1: yeah, that's yeah. what we need just to
0: make it all in our lives a little less <laughs> racist, I suppose,
1: <laughs> and sizest. <laughs> all right, <laughs> let me see if oh. I can shift over to another story. Yeah, have fun with that.
2: <sighs> <sighs>
1: uh, maybe I'll do something really serious. Oh God, no, I. I, I I, could, I don't even have anything. Um, all right, Dan, down in mm-hmm. Texas. Um, uh, P- here's here's a little little tidbit about Texans. Okay, uh, Texans they're just like us, <laughs> right?
0: Hell, so, some of our listeners may even be Texans.
1: <laughs> they like to, you know, do things like getting married. Okay, or- sure uh and they uh they're they're doing this thing that you know so many people have, are, are doing these days of they want a friend to marry or them. yeah or, sure. or, or somebody not the clergy yeah right yeah but texas law actually limits uh uh the the whole marrying who can officiate game sure to, uh, judges and uh clergy
0: sure there's no other option okay right uh, and not so even a justice of the peace. I don't. Or do they count as judges?
1: I don't know. Okay, we'll just, we'll just skip that. Um, but I don't know that they do. But anyway, uh, there's a lawsuit right now sure. happening. Uh, two Texans have uh, filed a lawsuit in conjunction with the Center for Inquiry, mm. uh, which is a, a, a nonprofit that seeks to. Uh, Um, foster a secular society sure right yeah um the they are they're saying that the clergy requirement violates the first amendment by creating a government-sponsored preference for religion over non-religion
0: i think they're right i I mean most most states have such laws yeah uh you know and and the workaround has long been that you go online and you sign up for you know i'm gonna Mm -hmm. you sign up for a, a a clergydom yeah. from one of the bullshit yeah. online religions that's a real for, religion by uh, by legal standards only. Right. Something like the Universal Life
1: Church? Sure, sure. Uh, or the Church
0: of Dudism? Is that one? Yeah.
1: Really? Well, you can receive you can pay for and receive an honorary religious degree sure. uh for as little as 13.99. Yep. From Universal Life. Um or you can get the hand-lettered Doctor of Divinity degree uh, for nineteen ninety nine,
0: I've been considering getting that. We should get <laughs> we should acqu- we should get those and hang them on the wall we here. Should damn' That's just, an excellent idea. Just so that we're divine doctors. Yeah, let's do it.
1: Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, so yeah, the easy workaround: you get online, you pay a little fee, blah blah blah. Yeah, you do it. Yeah, right. Yeah. But the problem is still that you're working under this a bullshit law. Law that is that it is unfair yeah it's it is a violation of of uh, the first amendment absolutely um, and uh so yeah so if they actually succeed in getting the texas law declared unconstitutional uh, the lawsuit seeks a federal court order allowing center for inquiry trained secular celebrants to celebrate uh or, i'm sorry to perform weddings in texas
0: great so, i mean they should do that for i mean i'm sure they're looking into a na- a national sort of thing because it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like Well, I think they are I mean they this is federal court. Yeah. So
1: if they so take it, it all the way just, to the Supreme Court, then it would then it would, it would apply everywhere. It, everywhere. It is so Those funny. Like down.
0: like why do why do we care about who performs a marriage? Why do we care about performing of a of a marriage at all? There are states, I know Colorado for instance where Andrea and I got married. Mhm. You can just sign the paperwork and then you are married, right? You don't need an officiant, right? Why would it's it's ridiculous? It is a legal arrangement, yeah. Why should I need someone to officiate that, right? But most places need it, right? It's just about the ins, the, the
1: institutionalization of of religion, religion, yeah. That that it, it, it that's all just, that is. That's all it is. Period.
0: Yeah, It's plain and simple. Well, I'll tell you, uh, I've got an update to, uh, speaking of atheists performing uh, marriages, uh-huh. I've got an update to a, ca- a case that we talked about a while back. I don't remember when. I didn't bother to look it up. Um, but you'll recall that there was a, an, a United Church minister in Canada uh-huh. who she came out as not, ha- not believing in God. Mm -hmm. She is an atheist, Mm -hmm. but she's been a minister in the United church for, you know, however long and does not want to give up that job. Well, it's a good job. It's a good job. She's, you know, she's paid her dues. (laughs) Um, why should she have to give up her
1: Her, job preaching the gospel, teaching about Jesus
0: (laughs) just because she
1: doesn't believe it. Believe in
0: Jesus. Uh, so, interestingly, uh, she there was a lawsuit that was going forward to try and defrock her. Uh, this is Reverend Greta Vosper. Um, the
1: lawsuit to defrock her. Okay.
0: Basically, she or she was trying to stay uh, in, and they were trying to not keep her in. And oddly, it's over. What do you mean? They settled. She's staying. How's Okay. She wants to establish a a congregation where she doesn't talk about God. Okay. Where it's not about that. And it looks like she's going to have the opportunity to do that. Interesting. Yeah. She was ordained all the way back in 93. She's 60 years old now. Okay. uh, And has served as a minister since 97. She Uh, sounds like a pistol. Yeah. She, like... Most of her current congregants are apparently supportive of her views, but some have been critical. Here's what's interesting. Is this a Christian church? Yeah. But I'll bet this could happen. I'll bet this could happen all over the world. I'll bet you anything that and you go into any sort of. Non-explosive type church, like not. I'm not talking about like your, Bonnie your, or? your evangelical Christians who are like screaming and hollering all the time about Jesus. Okay, I'm talking about your your mellow church. You know what I mean? Okay, I'll bet if you, I'll bet in congregations all over the world, if you said, if the pastor got up and said, you know what, I believe in so much of the things that I've been talking about. I believe in love of your fellow man. I believe in Treating each other right. I believe in all of these things. But I don't believe in God. I don't believe that there's anyone magic watching over us. I'll bet they could keep a significant portion of their congregants. Because most of us, most of them don't. Like, they haven't been thinking about it. And they'd have to go through some, like, they'd get rock and rolled for a minute. But I think... A lot of people go to church just because you're supposed to go to church, and you're just chilling, you know, you're just doing what you're supposed to be doing. The number of atheists in the pews is high enough. Agnostics is even higher. Mm-hmm. And then, like, just people who haven't even bothered to think about it, but still like going to church every week or feel they should go to church every week mm. is even higher. I'll bet they could keep a significant portion of their congregants mm. if they if they handled it well. You know what I mean? Right. You, you well, don't want...
1: Is- yeah, I mean, it's,
0: it might make for a nice uh, nice
1: change, you know, for people who've been hearing about Jesus for
0: their lives. Yeah. Right? Like, and maybe we could just give give that a rest for a minute. Imagine how much more interesting church gets when you don't have to tie yourself into the one book. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got one book. If you can just open the floor to the entire world of philosophical and, and and spiritual thought you got a lot more going on. You got a much more interesting church service every week. Mm-hmm. So hmm. there you go. Interesting Dan. I used to really like I would go every now and then to the uh to the Unitarian Universalist Church here oh, in Salt Lake. The UUs. And uh you know, he'd bring in Thoreau and he'd bring you know, you'd you'd get thinkers and poets and all of this other stuff it's so much more interesting. It was so much better mm. than you know. So they're, they're preaching the humanism. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Over the pulpit. Mm-hmm. Why not? They're not that into Jesus over there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's cool. How dare they? How dare they? They 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 keep doing things like taking it, him it out it of looks Christmas like a church. church. Yeah, it looks like a church, right? Yeah. The first time How- I went to a Christmas celebration at the UU was delightful. Yeah, because they're like, open your hymn book to page "Joy to the World" or whatever, and then you're you're singing and you know all the words, but you still look and you're like, "Joy to the world." The word is ca- word. <laughs> what? <laughs> what word? The word. <laughs> well, everybody I can knows a lot of words. Everybody knows that the bird is the word. Uh oh. I said a bar bar bird. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. aware, Dan. Yeah. We do. We already know, and, and also, agree. also I can't sing long enough that it would be a copyright infringement. So yeah, I, I, that, yeah was, that was I, good. I think that was, that was as much good. as I could right. do. Okay. Otherwise, I would have really enjoyed annoying you with that song. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, copyright. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sometimes the law is helpful. Thank
1: you, c- amazingly litigious industry. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, um, Dan. Here's a very interesting. Uh, tidbit coming to us from scotland oh how exciting uh they have uh just recently uh started requiring that all schools will include curriculum on lesbian gay bisexual transgender and intersex rights and activism what all of
2: that's those
0: nutty
1: will be included they'll be taught in history uh, and in whatever uh, curriculum, or I'm sorry, whatever topic, um, it, it, it is appropriate to bring it into like the curriculum. social
0: studies type social stuff. studies or whatever, right? Interesting. Um,
1: they uh, they it will include LGBTI identities and terminologies, the history of the LGBTI movements, and ways to recognize and tackle homophobia, biphobia, and transphobia. Huh. There will be no exemptions or room to opt out
0: huh. in the policy. It is required. Something is going on in Scotland. <laughs> I like it. They had a they had a recent I think it was Scotland that had the ad campaign that was just like that was basically attacking this from a cultural perspective that was just like, hey, here in Scotland, you know what we don't do? We don't do homophobia. Hmm. It was like this cool. Uh, they were more cleverer than what I just did, right? But like they, they did that. They they had an, an ad campaign huh. about it. That's not who we are. Yeah, no true Scotsman. <laughs> well, <laughs> it does have a very interesting problem with when you, when you've got a whole fall- logical fallacy named after you. Well, they're, they're just especially good at it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what an interesting thing. Hadn't thought of that. Uh, but yeah, and Ireland's doing interesting shit too. Really? Oh my God, Ireland is all. It, I mean, we've talked about it some, but like, you know, they're they're getting rid of their blasphemy laws. They're getting oh rid of God. their. I mean, the 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 whole. The Pope showed up, and the rest of them were like, "Nah, fuck it. We don't need you anymore." Wow. They're doing. You know, they they got rid of their ban on abortion. Wow. Something is brewing. What is going in, in, on? In, among among the, the Gales and Celts or whatever. Something's going right. Yeah. I like it. We should look into that. I'm moving. See if we can get some of that exported over to here. Yeah. Yeah. We need to bring a what? bunch of, hey, there's more people in the U.S. who claim to be Scottish than in Scotland. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe we can make it happen. Yeah. Just be the whole, you know, the Scottish don't do this. Yeah. You know what? Scots aren't homophobes. Yeah. And then uh, all of the Americans who claim, you know, who love, you you know, Scottish Highland games or whatever, go, oh, oh, well, don't I, tell me how to Scottish. <laughs> yeah, but maybe but but maybe that might confuse them enough. Like, dude, you're wearing a skirt right now. You can't be a homophobe. Oh wow! You see what I'm did? you see what I did there? Well, that's rough. Turned it on him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, all, all right. Uh anyway, uh I'm gonna take us to uh to North Carolina oh? where only good things happen in the world. <laughs> uh in Mitchell County, North Carolina, where a a, a group of a very a very bad thing happened. Oh no. Theater <laughs> was occurred. It bad theater. Well, I, I cannot judge that, for I did not see the production. Oh, okay. But there was a school production, a school production. It's so bad um, theater. Or a group from, uh, from a, I guess it was performed at a school by a group from Parkway Playhouse in mm-hmm. Burnsville. Okay. Uh, that did, uh, it's called The Complete Works of William Shakespeare, Abridged,
1: oh, which yeah. is
0: a, a hilarious romp. Okay. It's just a goof. Okay. It's farce. They just go through, and literally, it is what it sounds like. They take Shakespearean plays, uh-huh. boil them down to their tiniest, you know, sort of plot points, and present them hilariously. Okay. Uh, usually done, I think, by three actors. Okay. Um, but it's a goof. Well, it's outrageous, is what it is, because these parents. <laughs> what? They heard about inappropriate content, and they were outraged. Uh, Apparently, they were really mad about it portraying drinking. Oh, no. And suicide, which sounds bad, but have you read Romeo and Juliet? Because that's what happens. (laughs) Right. And if it's in a hilarious, if it's in a goofball context, what the fuck are you on about? Well, let me tell you something. Uh Uh-oh this required more than just outrage this mm-hmm. required a group of parents getting together and praying over it
1: <laughs> like praying about whether they should do it like lord no, gives an answer nope
0: they had a prayer meeting oh, no. after the play was performed uh to i don't know pray, maybe praying to, that jesus will strike down those evil actors or whatever so maybe <clears throat> yeah, demons out yeah exactly i am I'm shocked about this, to be perfectly honest, because it is such a harmless, stupid play. Okay. It is. And they, you know, they are not tackling the AIDS crisis of the 80s here. (laughs) We are not tackling homophobia. We're not. You know what I mean? Like, this is not an abortion play. Right. This is there's no controversy here. (laughs) I'm a thousand percent sure these same fucking parents would be okay with an actual production of Romeo and Juliet.
1: Well, yeah. Because they would have s-
0: been asleep or have left by the time it gets to anything <laughs> right. good. Exactly. Or they wouldn't have understood the words enough to know. Right, right. I'm a thousand percent sure they would be fine with that. <laughs> but when you when you make it goofy and you just be like, ah, I killed myself. Ugh, I killed myself, too then they're mad.
1: Don't you think though that maybe it's making light of suicide? And that's something that nobody should ever Shut do. Shut
0: up. Shut up. No, it's so <laughs> stupid. It is it is amazing to me. I am I'm genuinely like they are just looking for things to be mad about at uh-huh. this point. Okay. They they were they hadn't had a thing to be like morally outraged by <laughs> at the schools lately. And they needed something. What well, feels different this year?
1: You I don't know. It's been so peaceful. I and, feel, I'm,
0: I, I'm, I, I'm just itching. Just really... I'm itching. Something's itchy. Oh, Janet. Oh, watch out, everybody. Oh, Janet's on She's... a tear. <laughs> She'll find it. Yeah.
1: She's hmm. going to go school There's by something. school. There's
0: something. I know I can find something <laughs> to be outraged about. God damn it, Janet. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. She found it, and they had to have a pray about it. Yeah. So there you so th- I mean they're literally just trumping shit up at this point. Well, there you go, kids. If you have something uh that you need to have a pray about, uh you can tell us about it. Podcast <laughs> at thank I'm atheist com. Or you could
1: call and leave the voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442.
0: Yes, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist, and click on that Like button. And while there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to
1: join. It is a closed group, but, uh, you know, we'll let you in. And you have to behave yourselves, but, yeah, we want you there. Yeah, and then you also have to behave yourself over on Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash... TGI Atheist. Correct.
0: Dan, you know what? Roma Downey is the Irish woman. Shut up! Della Reese was the black woman. Was the so we were getting them. Oh confused.
1: no, Dan! So this is a little correction.
0: Is that what? You yeah, yeah. I'm there? just going back. And we're talking about the the whole touched by an angel Hulk thing. I need mean, I need both of them to Hulk out. <laughs> but, but Della Reese. I need Della and
1: I need Roma. Yeah, I need both. Both. I'm All just right. saying. Well, cool. All right. Well, Dan, we have a little bit of audio that we're going to play. Yeah, this we is, had, uh, we
0: what we had was an election. Here in these United States, you may have heard about it. Sure, and uh, and we had people making predictions on on all sides mm-hmm. of this thing. Yeah, and uh, we didn't play it, but Mark Taylor, the firefighter prophet. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. I like. That he, he, yeah, he's a fi- whoa. He's he's a firecracker, is what he is,
1: <laughs> and also yeah. quite
0: the prophet. Oh. He's really good at it. He makes a lot of prophecies. So Mm -hmm. if that's what you mean, then yes. I mean, when you're talking volume, he's one of the top guys out there. The Lord's a-talking and Mark Taylor's Uh, a-listenin'. So he's going to be talking to us now about... Here's the thing. A lot of people in this country predicted a blue wave, Mm -hmm. meaning uh, Democrats voting a lot. And there was a wave. It wasn't a tidal wave. It wasn't a giant wave, but there was a blue wave we took over yeah, the house. It was uh, more than a ripple. It was Yes, exactly. Um, he, had, he had prophesied that there would be no blue wave, that there would be a red tsunami. Ah, oh, yes, indeed. That, and literally what he was saying was, of course, uh, that uh, that the Republicans would take over everything even more than they already had. Right, because that's what the good Lord is up to. That's what the Lord told him. Yeah. Uh, unless you ask him now, and then he meant something totally different. <laughs> and here's what he meant.
3: All right, let's, let's hear it. What does it take to create a tsunami? It takes an earthquake. And here again, now, this is where God's saying, this election is not over. This red tsunami has got to be started by an earthquake. We had the red wave. The earthquake was Sessions stepping aside. The delay is over, man. They're going after these people hard. Now, I've been saying even on your show for the, for two years, I've been saying the mass arrest, I've been saying uh, verbatim on your show is that the Army of God better get ready to take their place uh, uh, when these vacancies through these mass arrests happen because there's going to be a ton of job openings in D.C. That's the, the tsunami. It's all, the rumblings of the earthquake are already started when Sessions was moved out, and now we've got a new prosecutor coming in. Uh, our attorney general. And so this is what's going to start the earthquake and the tsunami is going to happen when the mass arrests take place. That's the red tsunami right there. I am not going to back off this red tsunami thing because I know what God told me. I know the tsunami is coming. This is all part of it. And so I am not going to apologize for something that that God did. So people want to sit there and they want to criticize. And it's like, you don't understand what you're talking about because you're not, you're not seeing the big picture right now. So, And the big picture is is that any prophetic person will tell you that they live way out here on the edge, and they're constantly seeing the full picture, and they're over here trying to tell the people, hey, come over here, I need you to see this. And when people attack you like this, it's because they're operating uh, from, a, from a point of intellect. They're not operating in the spirit. This is not where God—God God doesn't operate in the natural. They're, they're, they're prognosticating. They're, they're basing their facts on what they see in the natural, with their natural eyes. That's not where God operates. God operates in the spiritual realm, and that's where people get it wrong.
0: See, Frank, the problem is that you were looking at it with your intellect. Yeah. Stop doing that. By the way, this wave of arrests that he kept talking about, the arrests are coming, the arrests are coming. Yeah. What he's talking about is prior uh, prophecies that he made about Donald Trump arresting thousands of people in and around D.C., uh, including Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama as part of a massive global pedophile ring. Oh god. So that's Oh yeah, he's
1: into that thing.
0: The pizza thing didn't work out. Right. It, they weren't they were a step ahead of him mm-hmm. uh on the on the pizza restaurant. But it's ha- it's somewhere. And this and D- Donald Trump is going to arrest everybody. And then and Sessions I don't I don't know how Sessions stepping away Starts the earthquake that may, maybe Jeff Sessions was standing in the way of arresting all of these he pedophiles. He was the
1: Dutch boy with his finger in the dike. He, he loved, was holding it all back. Yeah. It took, just took little Jeff Sessions. <laughs> little Jeffy. Jefferson Beauregard. Oh, my God. All right. Going well, uh, I, I think he's good at the prophesizing thing. And, and, and the reason I say that is... Uh, he knows how he knows how to deal with uh, the revisions that you have to do <laughs> when you're wrong, <laughs> right? He knows how to double down. He and say, "No, that's not exactly what I was. I was. I was saying it was or very clearly not the, l- wrong.
0: The Lord never wrong. He was right? very clearly correct. Yeah, just differently correct than he thought he was correct before. Right. Yeah,
1: I mean the the Lord when the Lord speaks, it's not really, you know. In
0: English, and it's not intellectual, right? Right. guys. You feel it. It's uh, it's, uh, it's it's, uh, it's kind of a, a garbled mess, and you gotta work your way through it. Look, he's out there on the fringes, looking at the big picture. Yeah. We're like idiots, yeah. just analyzing the things that he's saying, right? And then asking ourselves, did it come true or not? Right? No, no well, like, You can't think. No, that's not that's how just you do this. Faulty thinking. That's not how you do this, you dum dums. Yeah, us. Yeah. All right, uh, we had some people call into us, write into us. Uh, I, I, while you're pulling up on the voicemails, I'll start in with a, uh, a email that we got. This is from Chris. This is in reference to uh, an ongoing conversation that you that we're having about religious iconography in various parks here in Salt Lake City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we had mentioned Gilgal Garden. I know, which is our favorite place. And it's just this delightful thing. And I think I think we can justify it as an art thing, uh, even though the city runs it. I think I personally am comfortable with that. Uh, But but it is a little problematic because it's so much religious stuff in a city run park. Well, here's what Chris had to say. Uh, Hi, Frank and Dan. I was listening to your latest episode. And during your discussion of religious symbols in parks, my mind immediately went to Gilgal even before you brought it up. And honestly, my first instinct was a fear that if any action were taken against the Salt Lake Parks Department, we would lose the only known Joseph Smith Sphinx in the world. Right. Because, yes, the one, the, the prominent art piece in this whole thing is a Sphinx with Joseph Smith's face on it. Right. It's fucking brilliant. And it's quite large. Yeah. I mean, not, a, not Sphinx large. No, no. It's not. But like mo- Egyptian monument size. No. No, I just want to make sure that the scale is not overblown. But it's it's big and it's and it's amazing. You, you couldn't lift it by yourself. No, no, no. It's a it's it's it, it's like lion sized. Is really what it is. Mm. Like it's a lion's body mm. with a giant Joseph Smith face on it for no reason, <laughs> wearing an Egyptian headdress, which it makes it so much better. Um, anyway, um, I would the Chris goes on. I would like to propose a different solution to this problem, though that i think can satisfy all parties we keep gilgal as the only public space with religious symbols and place it uh, and, and in place of the other statuary we remove from the city parks we place a plaque directing people to gilgal <laughs> if not this maybe we could just petition the cities to start including pictures of the joseph smith sphinx on all their promotional material because seriously everyone should see that at least once in their lifetime oh my god love the show keep up the good work blah 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 yeah uh yeah, I don't know. I I again I think that it is part of Salt Lake's artistic heritage mm-hmm. and therefore can be justified in that way. It wasn't placed there into an existing park. It was an existing thing yeah. that we know that felt that, that
1: there was a well, the, a group formed called Friends of Gilgal or something uh-huh. like that. And they uh if I I mean it was all they they basically orchestrated it being transferred from private hands into city hands, right? And uh, in an effort to preserve it, because it it, it was just kind of somebody's backyard, mm-hmm. with with kind of the, with a little side access thing, yeah. Um, and and so it, it, if who was going to preserve this and keep it and maintain it? That there yeah. was nobody who was going to do it.
0: Yeah, I, so I have it no. It fell problem. to the city. It's a it's a cultural and 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 artistic landmark. It's not well. It's
1: barely a religious expression, even though there's a lot of religion s- around it. It's really a strange place, and it's <laughs> you have to go there to to kind of understand what we're talking about. No like, Mormon it doesn't, it, would
0: recognize re- would recognize their religion in that. Place. No, no. Even though
1: it, he even was, though there's like quotations from the Book of Mormon, and mm-hmm. there's even a, a granite Book of Mormon carved out right Yeah, and, it's, and a- it's
0: got the and again Joseph Smith prominently placed, but no Mormon would be like, "Oh, there's my religion. Right. I see it." Right. They'd all be like, "What the crackpot is this?" <laughs> <laughs> because it is. It is. It's, it's just it's, a crackpot's creation. Yeah. But yeah.
1: Anyway, it's delightful. through a strange twist of events yeah is managed by the city um all right well i have a uh an email i'm sorry a voicemail that is a response uh to a story that we did recently about the uh the library in iowa mm. small town in iowa yeah. that uh where somebody decided he was going to burn a bunch of books well anyway uh here's just a caller
3: responding to that right hi frank and dan this is warren uh from uh, southern california I just wanted to say how much I loved your show, or loved your show, and I really appreciate you talking about the uh, Iowa uh, library that had its, had its uh, three or four or five uh, LGBT books uh, uh, burned. Just wanted to uh, really thank you for mentioning it, because I own a comic book store, and we have quite an extensive LGBT section. So I know who I'm donating to. I appreciate you guys.
0: Hope uh, you have a great uh, show. Bye. Well, that's delightful. Yeah, it's a, a great idea. I I really really hope that that particular library is just inundated with donations of LGBTQ <laughs> books.
1: <laughs> well, we should we should look up their address and, uh, and post it online
0: because <laughs> I think yeah, what would be fantastic. Yeah, maybe in the show notes or something. Yeah. Uh, maybe, what would be fantastic is if they just suddenly have the largest LGBTQ section <laughs> in the <laughs> you know in, in the surrounding states. Oh yeah, in the Midwest's largest LGBTQ collection. Well, I'm sure just with our <laughs> listeners
1: alone, <laughs> we could get a very very nice yeah library. Can of, you
0: do a registry? LGBT? Uh, for <laughs> for subversive donations, because <laughs> that would be delightful. That would be, and cool. we don't want them to get all the same books, you know, five hundred times over. We want a variety, a mélange. Well, then they can send them out to their sister libraries. Sure, sure, that's true.
1: That's true. You know, because I'm yeah. sure I'm sure there's probably some
0: association. And anyway, Ireland. yeah, S- send books <laughs> to that library. <laughs> uh, all right there was was there another voicemail
1: uh there is uh this is uh from uh somebody who has a uh, a question about how to handle um handle sort of the impulse to believe in like um, supernatural things supernatural sure yeah so, so let, let's just uh have a listen
2: Hi there. Uh, my name is John. So I had a, something happen to me, which I could only find to speak about it in, you know, religious terminology, something I'm not really a big fan of. But um, it was essentially that I had like an opportunity pop up and the and I got a surprise eviction the day before all of my classes were supposed to start at my last year of university. And so then it seemed kind of like a signal from the universe, I guess, to go and, you know, pursue this thing, which actually is working out on the political campaign for Kirsten Cinema in Arizona. Um, I just don't know, like, how do I approach, like, things that, you know, seem to have happened to us supernaturally? Like, how do I, like, talk about that to people whenever I'm just, like, you know, in my day-to-day life? Uh, You guys seem like you probably have a good perspective on that. Um, But uh, just, uh, you know, thank you so much for everything. And uh, keep up the good work.
0: Well, thanks for that. Uh, You know, here's the thing. It reminds me of a moment in my life when I was sort of, I was talking to uh, one of my friends who was one of the wiser people that I've known in my life. Hmm. And mentioning the fact that it was weird that, There are multiple points in my life where I could recall needing something or being ready for something. Mm. And it was like the Buddhist saying of when the student is ready, the master appears, Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those moments where it just seemed like, it seemed a little magical that the right person would show up to me at the right moment in my life and be like, hey, I have this perspective, and just change everything for Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And my friend said to me, Yeah, uh, that's because the world is actually abundant Mm. with useful people. And when you're actually ready for it, it's not that they weren't there before. It's not that these opportunities and these things that happened weren't there before. They were always there. You were just sort of suddenly ready to see and to participate Mm. in them. Mm -hmm. And that changed everything for me. That was like, oh, right.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, there are plenty of ways out there. To find fulfillment, to find understanding mm-hmm. and and stuff, and when you're ready to actually receive it, mm-hmm. you will. Right, it'll be there. That yeah. that to me was was an interesting perspective on that because because right. no, I don't believe it, that there's any magical universe trying right. to well, guide us or no, help us or anything no. like that. Yeah, I
1: don't, I don't believe that either. And but I and I also think that we're uh, as sort of pattern seeking little critters we are uh it's and, and also the we're, we're we're so good at being like right at the middle of our own universe mm. right yep. i'm not saying anything about the collar here of course no but, but just like you know like things happen seem to happen for us for us right right because that's our perspective right? right right and so yeah opportunities come along and the timing seems right and everything yeah it's easy to be like well the the lord provideth Yeah. You know, the good Lord. Or or,
0: or if you want to get into a different sort of religious type thinking, magical thinking, Mm -hmm. you know, I manifested it. Mm. I put it out into the universe. The secret. And I manifested this thing. Yeah. It's a, you know, we want, here's the thing. I would love it if there were magic things. Oh, yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be much, you know, the world, the universe would seem more interesting, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, If there was magic, it might be more does terrifying. It, does it actually. need
1: to be more interesting than it is? <laughs> no. Well, I, I mean, feel like
0: the, it's, it's perfectly, it's sort of, I don't know. The amount of time <laughs> that I spent in my childhood trying to make the force a real thing. Oh, damn. Reaching out toward a pencil and like, if I just believe it right, it'll come to my <laughs> hand. <laughs> no. I will figure it out. Gotta do it. God damn it. If I can fly like Superman, I think if I believe right, I can fly like Superman. This is why you're an atheist. Well, because I tested a lot of things yeah. that didn't work. And it disappointed you. Including Jesus. disappointed you, yeah. Dan. Yeah. It failed you. It's a disappointing supernatural failed you. Yeah. yeah. So all we got left is the natural. And yeah. when you look around, the more you look around at the natural, the more you're like, oh, yeah, that explains all the things. Yeah. so there you go i mean really all it is is sort of vibrations and crystals right Right. that make everything happen thank god for crystals (laughs) just gotta say that right now yeah yeah i got some smoky quartz that's
1: saving me from focus the universe focus that that energy Mm -hmm. into your life um i i do want to say to the caller good on you for getting out there into the world and uh Getting on some some campaigns and doing doing good work. Sure, that, sure, that's awesome. It does and it being does, involved. It does seem like so his candidate won.
0: I think there's still some question, but I think as of right now, it seems like his candidate won. So All you know, right, sounds great. Yeah, good. Congratulations. So, oh, do you no more emails?
1: No, no, that's oh, it. That's well, it. We've got so we have some people. To we think? have some folks Damn. to thank. Oh my god. And did they turn out, or did they not? They did. They did. In
0: multiple ways. Yeah. So why don't you start with yours? Yeah, we had a few people who decided that their way of uh, giving would not be to do the Patreon campaign, but rather to just do a one-time donation, which is totally acceptable and wonderful, and so we we need to thank uh, John for his one-time donation, and Lori... For her uh, one-time donation, John is. We'll, we'll call him a faithful uh, member, and Lori, we'll call what's the one up from that? Venerable, venerable. We'll call Lori Woo-hoo! venerable. All so right. Thank you guys so much. Right. For uh, for your gifts,
1: and then over on Patreon, um, we have uh, two new uh, faithful listeners. We okay. Have Janet and the Breadbasket Blasphemer. Oh yes. Uh, so uh, thank you. And then we have two new venerable listeners, Woohoo! Uh, Kathy and Camilla. Well, And so thank, thank you, you so you. much.
0: I'm going to assume that that's Camilla Parker Bowles.
1: I would. You might be wrong, but okay. assume away. <laughs> um, and then, well, I guess it, we should just kind of explain how what these what these good folks did. They yes. went to our website, thankgodimatheist.com. Sure. That's the jumping off point. Easy folks. enough to remember. Yeah.
0: Thankgodimatheist.com.
1: And then you click on the support tab, and there's a couple options. And if you want to do a one-time, you can click the PayPal. If you want to do kind of recurring and be part of the the ongoing campaign, uh, then you can click on Patreon and become a patron of the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, both ways are are, are awesome. Uh, On Patreon patreon there are multiple levels at which you can sign up to give and there's yes. different things that you're going to get back in return including but not limited to the frank and dan
0: diaries yeah which are it's a weekly a weekly uh, bonus recording yeah that only patrons get to listen Ooh, to doggy hey is there one more person that we need to
1: thank there is one more person as always there is our top donor our lord and savior if you will Jenny, oh,
0: she's a she's a peach. That Jenny, uh, bless you all. You're wonderful. Thanks so much.
3: Thank you,
1: Dan. Yep. Well, it's it's the time of the year where our minds turn toward our Christmas many music.
0: blessings. Oh, yeah, okay, that. <laughs> yeah, I okay. So here's the thing, uh in the United States, I'm sure most of our listeners, even foreign listeners know uh we have Thanksgiving. Right. It's a holiday. Yeah. It's a, it's a national holiday. Yeah. Uh, President Lincoln was the one who who made it such? Really? Yeah. Uh and huh. it's uh it's, I thought it was the Pilgrims. <laughs> right? A little late in the game, America. Yeah. Considering that it's a celebration of a uh, uh, of a 1600s event. Yeah. When a bunch They've... of religious nut jobs were too religiousy for England. <laughs> right. And they left England and went to Holland. Weren't they uh, also a little too self-righteous? Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, we're talking <laughs> about Calvinists here. We're talking <laughs> about people who were more Puritan than Puritans. Right. And they wanted to have their own way of oh. Jesusing. Right. And England was like, No, everybody has to Jesus the same way.
1: Right.
0: And they got a little uppity about it and mm. left. Right. They took their ball and they went to Holland. Yeah. And then So a cute little uh uh what'd you
1: say it was? Leiden? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've never nice. be- I've never been there. I've uh, heard of it before. Okay. And I don't know if I've heard of it in this context, but I've I feel like
0: it's probably not little anymore. It's probably like a major port city or something right well it was big even then i think i think it had a hundred thousand people then what uh so not uh not a small town okay all right um but it it was known that area was known for being uh very accepting of whatever religion you wanted to do Hmm. which is less like less so now they're actually because well because they're you know they're very secular and they They want their society to be very secular. I thought the Dutch were famously tolerant of things. (sighs) I don't Hmm. know. Right now, right now that, you know, don't Don't try to wear a burka there. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. Anyway, uh, then they got into, then they started to feel like they were going to lose their cultural uh, bent if these, these British brownists well, the next generation started growing up. Their kids were becoming Dutch. They're co- becoming Hollanders. Yeah, Hollandaise, if you will. Mmm, what a good sauce. And they uh, so then so then they had to run away from there because it was it's too people. accepting. They, <laughs> they were like, "Hey, you're welcome to be here," and everybody's like, "Oh, that's actually really cool." And they were like, "No, nobody's supposed to be cool. We're all supposed to be assholes." Right. So they got themselves a boat right and they uh they shipped themselves over to these united states which weren't that then they were they were just sort of colonies wasn't even really a colony i mean loose sort of not really even well, there colony, was a colony yeah. down in virginia yeah that was happening that was already sort of taking root and then but
1: these guys boston came. had not happened at this point right no there was just like some fur traders over
0: there yeah yeah yeah. so so they land in in uh at plymouth rock right uh in Massachusetts. Huh. They most of them died the first winter. They this was a bad they were yeah. they did not they did this very badly. But one thing that they did do was they they had a corn harvest and you know they made some friends with some of the natives for a minute. Right. Which is good. And then uh, you know they invited them to a feast and 3 days of feasting ha- occurred. Apparently a menu that included seal, lobster and uh, and swan <laughs> now, now we just do. No, now we just do turkey. Why don't we still? That would
1: be a d- delightful, you, delightful, you, you know, spread. Just of, bring of, out a swan and a seal. You have a seal. are we? And
0: you, you pose the seal, right? Yeah, and you just shave off. Yeah, what you do is yeah. you keep the head and neck so that you can oh, yeah. atta- reattach that feathers and all to the. You know, you you might want to taxidermy a head mm-hmm. and neck yeah. of a swan, right? And then you attach that to the cooked swan.
1: And do you put, like, an apple in the seal's mouth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Turn it on a spit. Or a fish. Fish. That would be more appropriate, wouldn't it? Seems right for a seal.
0: I like an apple, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, so, anyway, uh, it was... Look, it was not... A, it was not what we were taught as kids. No. And it is... But it is sort of the origin story of... The of a, a nation of Puritans, a nation semi-founded originally Mm. by religious, like far fringe nut jobs. Yeah. And now we have the United States of America. Right. There's a kind of a direct line being drawn there. (laughs) I'm. I'm not. Look, the they tried to do away with it. They tried to fix it. The quote-unquote founding fathers, a hundred years later, when they were writing a constitution to make this its own country, tried to put up a separation between Mm -hmm. church and state, Mm -hmm. and then the Puritans have been trying to dismantle it ever since. Like, they've been (laughs) working hard. I like how you're just using the phrase to, or the word to, well, describe the
1: evangelicals and who not. Aren't
0: they? I mean, there are still Calvinists. Among the evangelical Christians.
1: Yeah. But it's, Puritan is, I mean it was a very specific thing. Well I'm using a catch all. Okay. Well I mean I, I, but you do hear that a lot. You hear people saying that it, you know it's a Puritan nation. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh or Puritan roots. Or Puritanical. Puritanical at least. and Yeah. Um So yeah, it's uh I don't know. I mean that usually comes up when people are upset about, you know bikinis being worn at public swimming pools. Yeah, which jians yeah. are good at objecting to. But...
0: <laughs> right, or or a shoulder <laughs> happens to be revealed only of a girl at a you know, at a public high school in in Utah or whatever. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, what kind of guy is looking at guys shoulders? Yeah, that would never happen. It's not a problem with if, if it's a guy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Just quickly, tangentially, I saw a headline, I didn't actually click through on it, but somebody was, some girl was apparently, got in trouble for wearing a t-shirt that fully covered her shoulders, but had an image of a woman on it whose shoulders were revealed. Delightful. We got, it went, they went Inception on it. Yeah. It was was a, it was a shoulder within a, it was clothing that covered the shoulders, but didn't. Yeah. Imagery. I don't know. Oh my God. She got in trouble? She got in trouble. Amazing! What? Amazing! Uh, All right. Well, so back to back to Thanksgiving. So here's the thing: uh, we are supposed to have a big meal mm-hmm. uh, on this day, and then and then celebrate what we're thankful for. Mm. So maybe maybe we should be thankful. We've got a few things to be thankful for recently. I feel like. Do we? Well, I feel like. The march of uh, nationalism in our country is slowed by the uh, by a, a democratic house. Sure, thankful for that. We will, we will see. We'll, I didn't say stopped. Yeah, but maybe slowed, yeah. and maybe stopped. I don't know. I I don't think nationalism as an idea has gone away yet. No, no. It's it's gonna. But at least po- at least policy wise they won't be able to put into place nationalist policy as easily now that now that we've taken the House. We. I'm not even a Democrat. I'm just meaning sane people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay, so there's that to be thankful for. Yeah. A little bit of
1: a, a, blue, a, a, not,
0: a blue wave. I mean, I'm talking about, like, the Johnson Amendment might survive. You know, things, sure. things in this country that were supposed to be the the wall that is supposed to be erected between church and state mm-hmm. m- might survive this current president. Mm, you know what okay. I mean? Sure. He's trying to chisel away, and the people around him are working tirelessly to chisel away at that wall. Right. Right. But uh, but you know, maybe it's nice. Yeah, I know. I I I just
1: worry long term that this is the new Republican Party, and yeah. this is what we're constantly fighting against.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I mean it's anyway. But there yes, it's no longer unchecked. And that is something right. to be thankful for. Right. So what what are you thankful for, Frank? Uh I'm thankful for a robust military <laughs> that's going to protect us in these trying times.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We do have a robust military. <laughs> I will not argue with you. Unfortunately,
1: on that it's not going to protect us from our president.
0: No, nor the people who actually attack us, who are like religious nut jobs, right? Who aren't attacking with military. Yeah, it's not nation states yeah. that are attacking the United States. Well, right even now. if it
1: is, they're attacking through cyber means. Right? Not yeah, exactly.
0: Through yeah. conventional, we, we should send the military into like computer banks. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah. Um I, yeah, let's see.
1: I'm uh I'm I guess if I had to be thankful of something it would be uh you know, things seem to be going okay
0: at uh Shea Frank, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, you got a good life. Yeah. You got a boyfriend, you got yeah. you got food on the table. I'm employed. I uh Yeah. So there you go.
1: Yeah, why not? that's yeah. good that's good stuff i've got hobbies that i enjoy <laughs> yeah you know
0: you're yeah you've got a thriving podcast thriving podcast you've got things yeah i don't know i i think uh the world's not entirely awful mm-hmm. <laughs> there's lots of good things to be i you know this we got the, the weirdest thankful list of thankfulness it's been a rough few years yeah it it's been a rough couple years yeah so.
1: Well, when when uh, you find yourself at uh your 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 wife's family this Thanksgiving, and it gets tossed
0: around the table, mm. what are you thankful for? What are you going to say, Dan? Yeah, you know, I that's a tricky one, and uh, you know, the, and that here's the other thing is that so many of our listeners this time of year will have to sit around a table where. They are the only atheists, or they are yeah. they and their partner maybe are the only atheists, yeah. and God help them, everybody's just going to be, I'm just so grateful to the Lord Jesus Christ for his <laughs> blessed atonement and yeah. the blood of his sacrifice, and we're all going to have to sit through that shit. Mm-hmm. And then we get to say what we're thankful for, and it's just going to be something nice like, you know, friends and family and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm i don't know you know i i'm thankful for a community of friends who i don't have to put up with that shit you should
1: at at, at your in-laws you should be like i am thankful uh for the rising ex-mormon movement <laughs> uh
0: the ces letter yeah um, the fact I, that more and more people come to their senses every day about religion and the, I'm, the I'm, prospect of a supernatural God. I'm thankful for
1: the fact that Rusty Nelson is shaking that tree and <laughs> the loose fruit are falling out. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: I, 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 yeah I, you that'd know, be glorious. You should just, just see what would happen i here's Just one of those not he, all of them. here's what i am You're thankful to... for i am thankful that i am a patient enough person that i can survive all of their bullshit and not have to be a dick about it because you because f- it wells up in you that feeling that oh i want to be a dick right now oh i want to oh i want to oh, say the thing i want to say it i'm not i'm you know what i'm not going to do it yeah so yeah. I'm I'm thankful that I have that ability because oh, yeah. it would ruin things, and that sometimes that's fine. If you know, here's the here's what I will say huh. when I go to family family gatherings. Now, I don't hold back if they say something dickish. If they say something, uh, you know, if they say something if racist, they if yeah. they say something homophobic, oh, right. okay. if they say something, you know, that's against you know, blah blah blah. I will speak up. I won't be a dick about it, but they're the ones that were the dick, so I will speak up.
1: Yeah, good for you.
0: So, yeah, that's you know, good stuff. But I'm definitely not going to instigate. I'm good. Gonna, I'm going to be the one. I'm, I'm, I'm. Well,
1: that's a good pla That's a, a good stance. Yeah. Typically in, in general. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. Why be the instigator? Yeah. Don't. There's no reason. Unless it's, you know, something that needs to be addressed in them Or and you're happen, drunk. But, you know what? Either or, way, <laughs> just go with whatever's happening. But, um,. Yeah, thankfully this Thanksgiving in particular I won't have to deal with any of that. So yeah. yeah. That's something to be thankful for. Is it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. The Dave's family is sane. Yeah. That's a big thing to be thankful for. <laughs> yeah, you don't have you don't have you can say anything. <laughs> yeah. With with your boyfriend's family. And yeah. You're you're in good shape.
1: Yeah, exactly. So All
0: right, that. kids. Well, we're thankful for all of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, listening and tuning in to us. You know who else I'm thankful for? Who? I am thankful for uh, people who write into us. Oh. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. That's yeah. lovely when they do that. Yeah. I, I guess I'm thankful for people who leave us voicemail messages. Sure.
1: Uh, 424-666-8442.
0: Yeah, go to the Facebook page, uh, and you can express thanks there. That's Facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. Or
1: head on over to that uh, the TGIA Members Only Lounge. It's also on Facebook. You have to join up, though. Yeah. And, uh, and then you're in. And then we like in. Yeah. awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, hey, speaking of Facebook, thanks... S- I'm very thankful now to Amy and Danny for their work as moderators and to Mackenzie for her hard work on the Facebook page. She's amazing. I'm thankful for her. And a big thanks. Just in true gratitude
1: goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music Mm -hmm. and to Gordon Johnston for the use
0: of his music. Yes! Thanks again to all of our donors and thank you, dear friends, for tuning in. Bye-bye.